You're listening to Birth Your Online Business, a podcast that will help you birth and expand your business online. I'm your host, Nicole Joy, business mentor, founder of the Online Business School membership, and corporate real estate finance dropout turned birth doula slash childbirth educator, turned coach for other birth professionals, turned energy healing practitioner, turned business mentor. Yeah, I know. I'm also a mother to three of the most incredible little humans ever. Biased? Yes, of course. I've had three incredibly different and beautiful births, a C-section, a VBAC in the hospital, and then an accidental, unassisted home birth on my bedroom floor. Yeah, I know. I believe that birth is a catalyst for major change in our lives. And I've peeled away layer after layer after layer of conditioning in my life and in my business. The result, massive, rapid expansion beyond what's logical. So join me, let's unschool and rebirth your business. Oh, I have something so good for you. If you are able to grab a pen and a paper or get into your calendar on your phone, mark these dates down, please. I am so excited to announce the dates of my first event of the fall. I have taken so much time off this summer. There have been massive transformations continuing to happen in my personal life and in my business. I am completely changing everything to be a better expression of where I'm at and where I'm going. And I'd like to invite you to join me. So we are going to kick off on Tuesday, September 6th. So Monday, September 5th, if you're in the US is Labor Day. Um, And I think a lot of people are probably checked out that day. So we're going to start Tuesday, September 6th. Let me get you the time at 11 a.m. Eastern. What this is going to be is open house for the new business paradigm. I don't want to share too much. It is a free event. You do have to register. I will have a sign-up link available for you in the show notes. Hopefully by the time this episode comes out, if it's not available right away, just keep an eye on my Instagram or keep checking your emails. When you get an email from me, I will be sharing the link to sign up, but you can go ahead and put it in your calendar. Again, September 6th, 11 a.m., free, no cost, invitation to you to come to open house for what's to come in the fall. So this fall is going to be all about, I'm going to be teaching all about new business paradigm. I have a series of classes and I'm like, how much do I want to share with you and spill the beans? Basically, it's, it's completely overhauling the way that we've been doing business for the better. And I don't mean that in like a good, bad kind of thing, but in a way that just feels so much better to me. And I can't wait to show you all the things. This has been brewing since March. And it has been very hard for me to keep it to myself and to allow it to continue to grow inside of me. And I finally have been putting all of the pieces into place and crafting what's coming. And I'm going to be teaching live all fall and really for the entire next year, all new content, new curriculum, new courses, new programs. And we're kicking off in the fall with the new business paradigm. So... September 6th is open house, but go ahead and also put in your calendar the 7th, 8th, and 9th because I'm going to be sharing with you rebirth codes. And if you don't know what that is yet, that's okay. I'm going to explain it in open house, but you can go ahead and put this in your calendar. I will have a link in the show notes 
for you to go ahead and click the link and add these dates and times to your calendar. The open house is free. The rebirth codes is a donation-based event. So if you can give to this particular organization that I've chosen, a nonprofit, it's called Common Sense Childbirth, and it's run by Jenny Joseph out of Orlando, Florida. If, if you're familiar with it, awesome. She's kind of a queen in the birth world and beyond. And um, I really am behind everything that she's doing. So this is a donation-based event. Whether you can give $5 or whatever, it's entirely up to you. But I will add the link. You can put all these dates and times on your calendar. If you can't make it live, it's okay. There will always be replays. I always do replays. And if you can't donate right now, if you're not in a position, to do that, it's okay. The question for you is to check in with yourself and and be honest with yourself. You know, how do I feel about am I able to donate right now? And can I still allow myself to show up and receive and experience the rebirth codes to kick off moving into a new business paradigm? Okay. Now, having said all of that, I will share all the more details coming soon, but I just want it to be on your calendar so that if you're able to make it awesome, and then when the time comes, if you can't make it again, replays are always a thing. Now, I want to talk a little bit about bees. Yes, the little creature, the little flying, buzzing bees. If you were following along on my social media or even on the podcast for some time, you may have heard me talk about animals that show up in my life as messengers, really. I get a lot of messages from animals. Uh, and the more I slow down to notice it, the more I experience it. And so in the past, I may have brushed off certain experiences, but you may be familiar with my snake story. It was about a year ago at this point, but the snakes have been following me for like a year. And the more I acknowledge them, that, that it's coming for a message, the more it shows up. And that's a past episode that you can listen to that story. But for now, it's the bees. And I first started noticing bees. I think it was in July. Yep. It was in July. We took a weekend, a very short staycation weekend with the kids and went to a beach that's relative, it's like 45 minutes from my house with a couple of our friends and their kids. And we stayed at a resort and I noticed bees at the beach. And I've grown up in Florida. I've been in Florida 39 years, except the two years I was in Chicago. But most of my life I've been here. I have never seen bees at the beach, right? And so I'm like, interesting. You know, I'm taking note of this, like, hmm, okay. So I start to research the symbolism of bees. And as you know, I use the Animal Spirit Deck by Kim Kranz. It's um yeah, it's the Wild Unknown Animal Spirit deck. And I love that card deck. And um, so I searched the bee meaning there and I looked up some bee symbolism online. Of course, Google's my friend. And I tried to feel into like what feels correct for me. Now, I also want to say that the bees at the beach weren't the only sign. I didn't see bees at the beach one time and decide that that was the message. I just started to pay attention. So I've been keeping track of all of the times the bees have shown up for me in one month. Okay, because this was like mid-July. So here we are. As of the time of this recording, it's like, oh, I don't know, it's today, mid-August, near the end of August. It's been about a month. I've had 10 incidents of bees showing up. 10. Just kind of a lot, right? So let me quickly recap them for you. Number one, I saw three bees or three times I saw bees at the beach. And I took the mental note to look up the symbolism of bees. Upon returning home from the beach... I remembered that I wanted to look up the bees. I was actually outside. I was walking outside to walk the dog. And I thought, oh yeah, don't forget you wanted to look up the bees. And literally as the thought was in my brain, a bee was like zooming right past my face. 
so close that it probably an inch from my face. And I'm like, okay, making note of this second experience. Number three, I actually take that back. There's not 10, there's nine. So number three, also, if you follow my Instagram, you might know that I am a Peloton lover. I love my Peloton. I like the cycling classes the most. And I was riding on my Peloton and I was doing a class with Hannah. She's British and she does a lot of hip hop rides. I love her classes. And so I did an old class that she used to teach and, or that she taught one time and it's called a door knockers ride. And so it features all of these like female hip hop artists and it's a really fun ride. I think it's like a 20 or 30 minute ride. So an old Lil' Kim song came on, right? And it's called jump off. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but the old Lil' Kim jump off song came on. I'll link it so that you can listen to it. Anyway, you should also know that Little Kim her nickname in the rap industry and in the hip hop space is Queen B, right? And this song is from 2003, right? Like what are the chances that I'm hearing Queen B's song jump off in 2022? And I don't even know if I want to share the lyrics here because they're graphic. And I don't know if you guys are listening with kids around. I'm really trying to keep the podcast clean with no cursing so that um, if there's kids listening, that this is a podcast you can listen to with your family and your kids around. So in the lyric, I'll, I'll advise, I'll encourage you to go look up the lyrics, but basically it starts with, she says, the song doesn't start with this, but one of her parts she says, don't he know Queen B got the blank, blank, blank bonus points if you already know. So she knows, she calls herself like that is her nickname, Queen B, right? Then, then after I do the door knockers ride, I'm doing a core workout, right? So sometimes I'll stack classes. So I'll do like a, you know, 10, 15, 20, whatever, like minute spinning or cycling class. And then I'll do like some core work or depending on the day, a different body part. So I'm doing a core workout, same day, same workout period with a different instructor. His name's Adrian Williams. I really like his like back routines and his core routines and his music. So I have to work out to hip hop. It just, I cannot work out to anything else. So it came on again, (laughs) the same song came on again. Now I'm also clairaudient. I'm just going to claim that. And meaning I hear messages, right? So one of my Claire's is audience and I hear messages through songs or songs that people use in their Instagram reels or um, in their Instagram stories. It's really, I was just talking to a client about that this morning. Like she was saying, yeah, sometimes I think I get messages from songs and IG stories. And I'm like, yes, I do too. Um, I get song messages from songs all the time. And social media is one of the ways that I think it's easy for that to happen you know, because people can pick and play songs and it's kind of random. You don't know what you're going to get until you click on a reel or on somebody's stories. But it also happens in the car. There've been a lot of experiences and we can have a whole separate podcast discussion about clear audience. But for now, what I'll say is my messages that day with the B got through to me through my Peloton workouts. Like what are the chances, right? There, There are no, in my experience and in my opinion, there are no coincidence, coincidences. Okay, so that was... Number three. Number four, I took the kids to Disney at the end of July with a family friend who came to visit with her kids. We all went. We spent a couple nights at a Disney resort, super fun to celebrate our daughter's birthdays. They have the same birthday. So we're at Disney, we're in line for the Pooh Bear ride. 
which I love Pooh Bear and I love the ride. Really fun, by the way. It's one of the newish rides. So we're in the queue in the line. And as you move, one of the cool things about Disney is as you move through the line, there's things to look at. There's things to do. You're not just kind of standing there, thumb in your fingers. And that particular line has some really cool, um, like toys for kids, like things they can play with and things that they can do. So one of the things in the queue, right? First off, Pooh Bear, bees, honey, right? Like that one of the things about Pooh Bear is him and the honey. So I didn't realize that. And I was like, oh, okay, interesting. And taking note of the honey. But then also in line, there's a bee toy. It's like, um, you know, the toys that they have for kids at the doctor's office in the waiting room. That's like this square based maze of all of these metal things. And you can, they move these little uh, like plastic circle rings that have like a hole in the middle. They look like little donuts and they're stacked up in different colors and they just move them around on the maze of wire rings. I don't even know what those are called, but it's kind of that concept, but there's bees. So as the kids are in line, they're not bored bugging the crap out of their parents. They can grab these little toy bees and move it down this maze as they move through the line. And I was like, okay, there's a bee toy in the queue at Disney. Note. Then number five, after we left the Pooh Bear ride, we went to the carousel in line for the carousel, very short line, but we're in line for the carousel. And the woman in front of me literally had a backpack that had bees all over it. Like that was the design. It was like a plain white back. And I couldn't snap a picture of it because it felt creepy. Uh, plus I didn't get to my phone fast enough and that's a really short line. So by the time I was about to get my phone out to try to be discreet and not get her in the picture, just the backpack she took off. So it was a white backpack that had little bees on it. And I wrote it down. So I keep these notes in my phone. Cause I'm like, okay, I'm not going to remember all of these incidents unless I write them down. Number six, I'm online shopping and I screenshotted it, but I'm online shopping. I can't even remember what website it was on. I'd have to look back through my phone, but I'm online shopping, browsing through things. And there's a B t-shirt <laughs> like, okay. I don't know. If I've ever seen a B t-shirt advertised or listed catering to my, to me, like to someone, my, to a 39 year old woman. Like I've, I've just never experienced that. Right. Okay. Number seven on eight, eight, which was just a few weeks ago. I was doing a meditation because 8-8 is kind of a, a really, some people believe, of which I am one, that 8-8 is the Lionsgate portal. And it's a really powerful day energetically to do things like set intentions and yeah, to set intentions on, there, you can ask different astrologers and things. I'm not an astrologer, but I did a meditation that day where I was thinking about, I guess I shouldn't say thinking because I wasn't really thinking during the meditation, but my intention for the meditation was to look forward. What's coming? What do I want to bring into? What's going to be coming into the next version of me through this portal? And in the meditation, I saw a swarm of bees in the shape of a heart. And I'm not super visual, so I don't necessarily see a whole lot during meditation, but that day I did. And I put it in my notes in my phone. Number eight, a friend of mine, dear friend that I follow on social media, she's a life coach and we've been friends for several years now. I was watching her Instagram stories probably a week ago and she shared a meme of a chunky bee. It literally only said like, here is a chunky bee. You're welcome. Like one of those cute animal photos. And it was so cute. It was like a super chunky bee. And by the way, I want to actually say that now that I think about it, I do have 10. So let me just make note here because we also went on a family vacation. So let's move into number nine. Number nine, we took a family vacation mid-August to North Carolina. 
and we visited, gosh, what's it called? The Biltmore in North Carolina. And on the grounds, there's lots of flowers, lots of different plant life. It's really, really incredible. Bees everywhere. Like the biggest bees I've ever seen in my life. And I'm from Florida, Florida flowers bloom in Florida year round because it's always sunny. It's always, there's always water. Like flowers don't just die off like they do in the Midwest. I remember living in the Midwest and that first winter, I'm like, what is happening? Everything dies. You have to like clean out your entire landscaping. And all the landscapers are like, we'll be back in May. And I thought, this is strange. So for like five months out of the year, you don't see flowers. So anyhow, at the Biltmore, loads of bees, loads and loads of bee, big bees. I'm like, okay, lots of bees here. Final one. This was my number 10. I'm only, don't come for me, but I'm finally catching up with season two of Bridgerton. I really didn't think I was going to watch it because the Duke is not there, the Duke of Hastings. And I just didn't see how the Bridgerton could be pleasurable without the Duke of Hastings. But I gave in and I finally was like, okay, fine. I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't watch a lot of Netflix, but I did enjoy that first season of Bridgerton. I'm going to give it a shot. I'm not as committed as I was when it was season one, not staying up all night to watch it. I will not do that for this season, but I do love Miss Shaw. Shaw, uh, I can't even say her name. The beautiful girl who's like the object of... Lord Bridgerton's affection. We're watching it. And if you haven't watched it, I don't want to ruin this for you, but there's an episode that I just watched and it's kind of a, um, not a dream, like a flashback. That's the word, a flashback of when the father of the Bridgerton family died like years ago. And Anthony Bridgerton, the Viscount is flashing back to what happened. His dad got stung in the neck by a bee and it killed him. That's how his dad died. He got stung by a bee in the neck and it killed him. Then he has a little bit of a trauma response and he's triggered when shawarma, I'm not saying that right. I feel like I want to look up her name right now. It's Kate Sharma. See, I wasn't as invested as the first round, Kate Sharma. So Anthony Bridgerton takes Kate Sharma and they're out. I guess he doesn't take her there, but they're in the garden up to no good, right? How dare they be alone in the garden? She's unwed and all that jazz. So a bee like lands on her, lands on her and he completely loses it and has a flashback, like a trauma response. So anyway, that's my number 10. Number 10, the bee shows up for me in Bridgerton. And it just so happens that I delayed watching the season until now. So there are no coincidences. And I took note of all of these because I just really wanted to share with you, like when you start to pay attention, you start to notice messages and believe that there's something there for you beyond just the basic, like, oh, there's a bee at the beach. That's interesting. When you start to really pay attention and notice, then more things happen, more things show up. Then I'd like to take us the next part of this conversation into like, what does this actually mean? Like, what is, what do I believe the meaning is of the bees showing up? So of course I went to my, I told you, I went to the animal spirit guidebook or uh, deck And in the guidebook that accompanies the deck, I pulled, I went through and looked up the, the bee card and I'm going to read that to you here. So the bee is per Kim Kranz, earnest, hardworking, and democratic. The bee personality is a delight to be around, especially when there's a team project on the horizon. Bees love to work steadily and thoughtfully until the final task is complete. They're sensitive creatures, aware of many subtleties at once. Since they're artists at heart, they usually add creative details to the overall vision. For the most part, they have bustling, joyous personalities until they're too tired from all the work. Then they gripe and then sting. Okay, so that's one definition, I guess, or 
interpretation of what a bee symbolism is, I also looked up on worldbirds.com. They had quite a lot of different bee symbolisms throughout history. And I pulled some of the ones that I thought really spoke to me. So the first one is the indigenous or Native American traditions, right? So per worldbirds.com, the Native Americans, uh, their traditions often look to the natural world for wisdom and spiritual guidance. In this respect, the bee is an excellent teacher and appears as such in many Native traditions. While generally bees represent community service and prosperity, in many stories, the bee appears as a mighty warrior or a reminder not to take nature's small creature, smaller creatures lightly. Okay, so that's one category that they share. And I want to walk you through some of these and tie it back into like what this means to me. So the next section, they're um, talking about just in general, the bee encounters and how they can be a sign of prosperity and growth in a garden. They also may reflect one's own personal growth and that like a garden, humans must be lovingly tended and watched over. Bees remind us to focus on tending to ourselves and nurturing the growth that we want to see in ourselves. A bee encounter can also be a reminder of the virtue of hard work. Bee encounters may occur during periods when your productivity or motivation need a little boost. The bee reminds you that in order to achieve your goals, diligence is key. Okay, and there are two more sections. So the next one is the bee as your spirit animal. And they describe it as the bee spirit animal has a strong work ethic and symbolizes hard work and dedication. It also signifies the importance of stopping and smelling the flowers once in a while. While bees and people with the bee spirit animal are busy, 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 it's important not to let life's little pleasures pass you by. Thus, the bee spirit animal relates to the importance of a proper work-life balance. The bee spirit animal is ambitious and diligent, but must learn to appreciate the scenery of the place it's in rather than racing through to the next milestone. Okay, and the last section that I thought was really profound and relates to our conversation today is bees as your totem animal. So people with the bee totem, this is read from their website. People with bee totem are stubbornly determined and can accomplish almost anything that they set out to do. Not only are they hardworking and devoted to their tasks, but they tackle problems with precision and efficiency. No single bee can sustain a hive on its own though. So it's important that people with this totem animal get used to relying on others and interacting with their community. People with bee totem have a clear path and goal in life. Not only are they focused, but also self-sufficient. Despite this, they often find the most fulfillment when serving the needs of others. Finding a community which they can devote their talents to is often one of the bee totem's greatest goals. I say all of this to say, it is no coincidence that since March, I have been feeling like I need to speak to the new paradigm. And the new business paradigm, more specifically, like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, that it's coming in the fall. And what I'm taking from the bee symbolism is that the bee has been the perfect message for us as a collective of what it means to be moving into the new business paradigm, a different type of community. We are building a new type of community, a new type, a new way of doing business and prosperity personal growth, prosperity, growth, tending to ourselves, nurturing the growth that we want to see in ourselves. 
and I'm I'm right now looking back at the notes of from the website and the B symbolism in these different categories and think about what some of these words and some of these phrases would mean to you in a new paradigm, in a new way of doing life. A strong work ethic and dedication, but also stopping and smelling the flowers. That work-life balance, not letting little life's little pleasures pass you by, and yet still being prosperous. And then that last one, the bee totem animal with bees being stubbornly determined and can accomplish almost anything they set out to do, tackling problems with precision and efficiency. If that is not a description of a projector, I'm a human design projector, as you may have heard, but me as a Taurus and human design projector, this is like perfect for me. So right now, perhaps the bee totem animal is me, but I invite you to see what part of this lands for you because it doesn't feel like it's it's just me. Bees don't work alone. They work together. They work together. And I believe that's where we're going. You know, each bee is individuated and as its own being. And yet they're collaborative. They're focused on community, helping others. So I'm going to end here because I'd like for you perhaps to think about how this is going to show up for you in the next phase of your life, in the next phase of your business. And I'm really, really excited to be one of your guides on the journey into the new paradigm and the new business paradigm and explain to you what that means to me and activate within you something different, an opportunity to experience life a little differently and to be part of building and a part of this community. I hope you loved this. It was a relatively long episode, I think, but I hope I hope it's landing well. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. So shoot me an email, send me an Instagram DM, screenshot, share it to your social medias if you like, if you want to spread the word. And I will see you on September 6th at 11 a.m. Click the link in the show notes, add the dates to your calendar and more details and official signup will be forthcoming so that you can make sure you get the Zoom links and the replays. Have a beautiful week, my friends, and I will see you soon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day and listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you found value in what I'm sharing here. And if you did, can you do me a little favor and go and rate and review this episode? I will share a link in the show notes so that it's really easy to rate and review this podcast. It would mean a lot to me as this is truly a passion project. Have a beautiful day and I will see you next week.